got into the rip a little with old Reed. <laughs> Start recording. I would like to begin this. So, first off, I'm here with my, my buddy Robert Phillips, who I work with. We also shoot league, who also told me his nickname. We're like calling him Rob, and then he goes, I'm Robert. I go, Don't you have any nicknames? He goes, I have one in high school. Felipe. <laughs> so we got Felipe here, and he just got done telling me how many inches of what pepper, what what did you eat and what time? Because there was a bet, I guess, at work or down. Yeah, Paul bet me uh, I couldn't eat the pickle barrel, 18-inch sub that they have, pepper steak, <laughs> and he said he would pay for it if I ate it. So when I, we got back, we had 10 minutes before we did the podcast, so I ate it in five minutes, 12 seconds. <laughs> I'm about to start a food podcast. This is from Robert, who I turned, I learned follows like competitive eaters as a fan. <laughs> Anyways, on our agenda, Robert went out to Wyoming. So just some stories about what he went through there, stuff he uh, shot, and thoughts on hunting 2019. None recipes for wild game because I'm gonna say this. I'd say that I don't know how many years ago this was. But I think you and I really spearheaded the office wild game feed. Oh yeah, and I, that was the first year I was here. So I've been seven, seven years, years we've been doing it, and that's back when the Sioux Falls office was forty people. Now we're what, one hundred forty two, two hundred people, yeah. and that. So we actually do the wild game feed, and it's gotten from where we used to be able to start at eleven and cook for everybody. Now we have to prep all morning right. for the office, and then closing thoughts. So that being said, I got the agenda sitting in front of me. Tell me about Wyoming. You had, what tags you have? So ended up, I've been setting off for Wyoming for five years and finally drew my bull tag. Mm-hmm. Um, went out there, well, I guess last year, that's kind of what got me going with the group I went with. And we just went out there trying to bear hunt, you know, with the group of guys, residents that had all tags. You went bear hunting? Went bear hunting okay. last year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I drew my bull this year, so we went out there and... 13-hour drive, you know, from Sioux Falls here, so I was uh, leave early in the morning, got there pretty late. Um, did you camp out, or did so you have a lodge? We stay at a, a buddy's house. Okay. Lives right there in Bondurant. Okay. And that's kind of the area we were we were hunting in, was Bondurant area on the Bridger Teton National Forest, so. Cool. Yeah, you know, and uh, so I think we... You know, we got there late, so we went to bed. I we might have had a few drinks before bed, and then that, don't even say yeah, right. We right. had a few drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I've hunted with old Felipe when we did the old turkey hunt together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so what else? But yeah, so we went up. We spent that first day. You know, woke up, went out, set camp up, and yeah, we got the canvas Alaskan tents. You know, it's a six band, I think. Wood stove, you know, the works. Oh, like, so you stayed that one night with a buddy and they camped out? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yep. So, you know, we had uh, a horse corral that we had to get set up. and Did you have horses? We had then? three horses, yeah. God, it's cool, he's, man. He's been renting, so they're rented horses, but it was his neighbor. And um, she ended up moving away, but he still rents those horses every year. Where are the know? horses at? Uh, she moved somewhere else in Wyoming. But did she? Close. Oh, did she bring the horse with her? Did she... He goes in trailers. Oh, he goes in trailers. So cool. Yep. And uh, you know, so we did. We went with a wire fence this year. Last year, he actually has a homemade, you know, 
travel corral, which wow. is just pine logs, and then they're all like in X's. Yeah. And then you put one down to the ground to kind of keep it stable, pound a nail in. But that's what we set up last year, and it took us a couple hours. Yeah. With heavy labor, swinging a big old hammer. Yeah. So the electric fence, um, he was concerned about, so we ended up doing a double row. Yeah. And so it looked a lot natural, like a regular fence that they were kept in at the house and had no breakouts or anything. That's so cool. That was nice. How far in did you go? Um, I mean, we, we traveled quite a bit, I mean, miles on the horses, but I mean, we didn't pack in very far. We actually found a really nice spot right off a road. Yeah. And then you could actually drive up to our camp, and then from there... You kind of get in. So did you ride horses in every morning? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. So, and we had the horse trailer too. There was a couple times we actually trailered the horses to another spot, so we went in in different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. How many guys went in? Oh, there was me and my buddy from Cologne, and then uh, the guy that lives out there, Pat Voice. So. Three of you? Three of us. One of the other guys that we hunted with last year, he... Um, he couldn't make it, so. Did everybody have elk tags? Yeah. So you know, for us, it's a $700 tag. For them, it's only like a $40 tag. And did and did anybody buy bear tags? Yep, those guys did. They we, did? we didn't try it this year. Yeah. It was, uh, I think bear was $450 tag yeah. for non-residents. So. so, in the end, what did you guys see much of? Um, not a lot. You know, yeah. we, we hunted hard, real hard. And it took us... Till the second to last day, we ended up getting snow. And, you know, up to that point, we hadn't seen nothing. And we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. And we were out all day, every day, you know. And, uh, but like I said, second to last day, we ended up getting snow overnight. So we went out in the morning, we actually cut some elk tracks. Yeah. And we were going in the woods. You know, a lot of times we were up on the ridge and you could really see mm -hmm. not a lot of tree lines, but we ended up cutting these tracks into some woods. And as we went, we found some bedding spots, some scat, and I mean, real fresh. It wasn't it wasn't fresh, fresh, warm, but it was still soft and everything. But enough where you tasted it. Yep. <laughs> well, pretty close. But we were excited at that. Point, but yeah, we ended up following that up, and it, it was, I mean, it was getting into the mountain, you know, so we're, we're hiking up, and, but we could see, we could stay on that track, and then we ended up finding another bedding spot, so there was a couple of them bedded down, and then they all moved, but those weren't terribly fresh either, so at that point, we were just like, what do we do? You know, do we do we keep following these tracks and maybe bump them out of here, or do we come back in the in the evening, you know, and maybe see if they can catch them coming out. So we, you know, at that point hadn't seen nothing. So we're, we're like, let's just get out of here. We'll come back in the evening and we'll sit. And so that's what we ended up doing. And it, it was kind of snowing all day. And we get up there and he takes one side of, I'm gonna say mountain, cause that's kind of what it was. Yeah. But, and I took the other side and he was in a little valley that ran through these trees and opening little runoff creek through there. And that's where we actually got on the tracks. But he walks in and it was kind of getting dark and didn't see anything. So he started kind of making his way back out. And he made it about 15 yards and had a nice brand new fresh track from a mountain lion. 
yeah. 15 yards from him. And he was sitting there a while, so they and it was snowing, so that mountain lion was there right before he got up. So he kind of he kind of got a little scared at that. Point. So um, I, I ended up yeah, it started getting dark, and I wanted to make my way because I ended up dropping him off, and then we were on foot at this time. We tied the horses up, and um, so I made my way back, and he he's kind of like looking all over. You could tell he was a little nervous, like. I maybe had, had that lion on him, but I had a cat track when I was coming out of the bull hunt the only place in the hills. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. You had like a <laughs> knife in your teeth, an arrow in your hand, and you're walking out. So did you guys end up shooting anything? No, we didn't. Um, we started making our way back down. Um, it was just enough light. You could see up above, but when you we were coming down a ridge and... Um, looking down like it was pitch black you couldn't see but we had a cow come up and over the ridge maybe 100 yards in front of us up and back down you you couldn't see her it was too dark we we tried to glass and just yeah that sucks so it was nice seeing something was it fun though oh we have a blast that's such big country there yeah i don't know anything about is there a lot of elk in there and it's just a bad time of year i don't know anything about snow really helps and knowing where they're at yeah it's another big one but yeah there's elk there so um i don't know if you've ever followed there's a actual elk feeding grounds right there by bondurant Mm -hmm. and there's i've already seen videos already this year but there's thousands upon thousands of elk there yeah and the locals and stuff all you know sit there and feed the game fish yeah feed feed the elk and stuff and Huh. So, they all migrate down there. So I wonder, just me, like late in years. Probably, is, do you want to go late? When did you go? I don't even know. Oh, when did we go? I mean, I remember when you were going, but I don't remember when you were going. I feel like it was October. Is it? Yeah. So. Years ago. Okay. Yeah, I've never. I've never, I've never been elk hunting, to be honest. I look forward to it. You yeah. know, like I've, all, I've applied for, said this before, for another podcast, Montana and Wyoming, then South Dakota, and that. But my buddy Jake's trying to get me to apply it. Well, I will apply for New Mexico this year, that straight, no preference point, head-to-head thing. Right. He wants to go, so I'm like, yeah, I'll go. So. I wasn't even disappointed, though. I mean, not getting an elk. Yeah. It's just, you get out there, it's, it's beautiful I yeah mean, and like i said we're roughing it we're in the tent you know we're on cooking on it by fire we're watering horses and doing dishes from the creek you know yeah, that's it's awesome just, man it's, that's it's cool fun. are you gonna go again next year or well first off it's draw so i guess yep draw now how that works i don't know it took me five years and you were you buying points and all that crap i was okay. 50 dollar preference yeah i know that's one thing they're expensive there man my buddy though he's drawn three times in the last five years oh really no preference he don't buy a preference huh so explain that i don't get it i don't either cool well that's awesome what else uh all right what did you shoot did you shoot a deer this year i did deer, yeah would you so where'd you go this year? We uh, primary first choice. We picked our normal West River deer hunt, and uh, second choice was an East River, and we didn't draw our West River tag this year. You didn't? Nope. First time in the last I don't know eight years. 
So, Where'd you always? I mean, we hunt Lyman well, County. Lyman, okay. Yep. Huh. So, just just past the river, just past Cherry yeah. by Reliance, South Dakota. Oh, that sucks. So, uh, we sent off for a leftover doe tag though, and uh, did get a doe. And then I did draw my East River. So where was that at? That was in Hanson County. So did you shoot one there? I did. What'd you get? I ended up shooting a four by four. Nice. But no, it was a, it was fun. Watched them. Um, I sat in three different spots, two different days. So morning, evening, and then another morning. And I seen deer in every, all every one of them. Yeah. So it just it sucks when you get out there and you don't see anything. But I was able to watch deer and. I watched this buck still chasing. He had a doe up in that tree grove I was in, and I was sitting in a tree stand and just just watching him. Yeah. Had that doe, another doe come in with two fawns, and she comes right under my stand. One of the fawns, you know, sniffs the leg there. So. <laughs> but um, so that was a good one. I like that. But I ended up getting down because it was just it was thick. I couldn't. I could just catch glimpses. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew it was a buck, but I. Had, know anything else you know yeah and so i ended up climbing down from the stand and getting a closer look and i thought i bumped them out of there because they ended up that doe took off yeah and i seen that buck go with her so i'm making my way around still moving slow and low and then uh i kind of pop up and there i see him through some brush and i actually got a good look at him that time and i was like yeah was he close yeah he was uh 40 yards oh shoot yeah real close so but. did you shoot him right there then yep shot him right there nice not far from the pickup that was the other thing i had my pickup part <laughs> right off of the road not far from the pickup. yeah i thought they they were heading straight towards my pickup so i oh. thought you know if i bumped them that then seeing that pickup they were out of there but no oh my gosh well good for you man did you shoot anything else this year Shooting roosters or anything? Yeah, we did. I hadn't, you know. That's I didn't. I used to love pheasant hunting. You know, I still enjoy going out just with buddies and stuff. But it's like it's not my favorite thing to do anymore. You know, I know it's still exciting for people, but when you've been doing that since you were when you first started pheasant hunting and you were you were the first hunt. Yeah, yeah, you you got that right. Retrieving for dad when he downed his rooster. But, you know, the hunting's not like, man, we went out in high school and we'd limit out I know. easy, and now it's just so tough. And so, But, yes, I have I went out a couple times just with some buddies, and we, we picked up a few birds. I didn't shoot any this year. Not a one. Mm-hmm. No. Like last year, I think, I shot two. The year before, I went on one of them hunting lodges and that stuff. I got invited to and just shot a ton of stuff. Right. That's not even fair. Right. You know what I mean? It's like... That one was a preserve too, so you know they're like, what are they for? They for every bird they shoot, they got to plant so many more and that yeah. stuff. So they're just filthy. But yeah, and always, always assure you they're all wild birds. Yeah, you know? I'll never forget. I go, where the, I go, I go. It's pretty colorful, man. Where's all the hens? You know, he's like, well, they like different habitat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I know a lot of hen pheasants that like to be away from the roosters because they're like this habitat. Yep. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so. I have buddies that guide for some yeah. yeah they're not allowed to say it's a preserve but if they are directly asked yeah yeah then they have to say but yeah i like 
this year, well, I've said before, and people just rehash, and I, I only shot one deer, which sucks, and I shot a lot of ducks, but I had a, I had a weird season, too. My muzzle loader didn't go so well for me, because just got hooped out the trip and that, and had to turn around, so. How many yeah. tags did you draw? This year, I had a West River, uh, and then I... Oh, I went the two I could pick because I hate the tag draw system. I went for the any deer Black Hills with like 14 years preference. That's yeah. the mule deer one too, and I didn't get it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I think I, I thought it was like you look at it as like you know 90 whatever percent draw rate. I was the one you know with whatever 10 plus points. I was I think I might have been me and two other guys that didn't get right. it or whatever. So I didn't get that, and then. Um, I just I get the leftover I call them doe muzzle loader. I bought archery tags. I didn't really bow hunt this year. I didn't either. I, I get a tag every year. I, I, I worst just, case I think it's a donation for habitat. Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. So yeah. and you can get out if you want to really early in September, or even kind of later if you want. If you, know. you like, because I've been trying to get into this more because they are delicious. I've eaten them forever. Do you ever go squirrel hunt or anything on your little like? You, Rob's got we don't have acreage yeah I got about 10 acres and we don't have a lot of squirrels no so I mean it's kind of out there I've been that grove I wasn't sure I want to yeah you know we should go out that guy reading wait till the nicest day and go the last hour of the day that's yeah. what everybody's told me okay that stuff so we'll have to you do guys, that you guys tried it last year didn't you yeah but I didn't I went like on the most miserable day oh. it was like blowing and this and that and I'm just like cause it was the day I could go and I'm like so I actually researched on Mediator, like, yeah, you find the nicest, like, if it's 20 and Nelson gets to 37, you right. go then, and then you go... Then they're all just picking. Yeah, I'm like, oh, middle of the day, like, now they go beginning and end. So I'm like, all right. So I just go in the late afternoon, like, 4 o'clock or whatever and shoot, so we'll have to do that. Yeah. That's kind of crazy how it's, it's not really a thing in South Dakota. I know, but then, like, you go, how many times, I get the time of year... It is now. It's either ice fishing or like that kind of hunting right. just to get outside. But like, then you go deer hunting and all you hear are squirrels running around. Right. Then you're thinking they're doing something. <laughs> it's just, anyways. But yeah. So, the one thing I want to talk with you, because I'm going to say this. Robert, as we laughed about competitive eating, that, that dude can cook and he's cooked some mean game at this wild game feed. And we can, I got two topics the recipes, and we can probably talk about the wild game feed. But like, what are some of your. Top recipes, and I got one that if you don't bring it up of yours, that I'm gonna say it was it was one of the best things I ever ate. But what do you like to do with your game? I mean, I know I like to always share because people, man. Honestly, I mean, I I like the traditional, just doing straight chislic. You like chislic, you know? Yeah, it, it's just so easy. A little bit of garlic, so yeah. you're you're not you're not covering it up with something else, but. I know everybody in the office loves the jalapeno bacon wrap, you know, ones deep fat fried. And so what, yeah, there's that. What did, there's also, and this isn't even the recipe I'm going to say, but then you, he makes these like bacon wrapped jalapeno things and he puts, what do you, you put? You're talking the steak one I did? Well, the venison with the cream cheese? Yeah. What yeah. is that? So while well, I took those butterfly back straps, yeah. right? And I just smeared them with. Cream cheese, wrapped them. I, I think I did the garlic salt and some onion powder, you know, yeah. a few yeah. little seasonings, but 
something not to really overwhelm it. And then I put that bacon in. You grilled them. I grilled them, but we, it's so we came back and we, now we're all gone. Yeah, were you? Did you pull? Oh, that one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's like a pulled venison. Yeah, so I do. One too. It's mind blowing. Yeah, so I do the pulled, and that one's really easy. Pulled venison. I just slow cook. A roast, you know, pretty much all day until it's just falling apart. Yeah. And, yeah, pull it apart and I, you know, salt and pepper it and throw a block of cream cheese in it, get it all mixed up. Then we cut a jalapeno in half. Yeah. Stuff that jalapeno, wrap it with the bacon, and I just do one loop. Yeah. Toothpick it, and then you grilled it. Oh, my God. That stuff was amazing. And then this year, so I did a deer ham, too, and mine I thought was good. And Robert did one, and yeah, I know you said Brett smoked in that. Yeah, but that one, mine was good. Yours was, I'm excellent. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. So yeah. what did I like? I think a lot of it has to do with the brine, and my, your brine was different than mine because I just followed the meteor cookbook one and that stuff. And I brine turkeys and that stuff. And I like that, but I've never brined a deer ham that. And you did like, what did you do? So I ended up. Well, that's my first time doing that as well. I gotta tell you, that was, never did it. And I've never just, seen anything like that, like that stuff. Like as he's looking up here, that stuff was amazing, and this stuff was so good. All the stuff at the game feed. How many? I say we probably had 140 people come through that line. Probably. I say we have 200. Not everybody showed up, but 140 people, and we cooked. This is where I get the quantity. I'll call it a deer. Because what you yes. brought and what I brought was between the two of us an entire deer. Right. We cooked a deer. We cooked. Jim had those wild turkeys and I brought those wild turkeys. So what? Two or three wild turkeys. Yep. All those ducks that were brought. All those pheasants. I don't know how many fish those guys had. And yeah, get, keep in mind, we're not talking about over possession. Everybody brings in that stuff. Right. And like, for the most part, Felipe and I do the cooking. You know, just because, you know, whatever. We've only got two grills and how many fryers. You don't need ten people doing that. Right. But we sat and cooked from what? We st- I mean, we started early, but really when we put everything in, it's probably 10.30 because then we I, tried to keep it warm. Yeah, because I prepped all morning, you know. Yes. And I had yeah. people helping me, too. Yeah. Get everything prepped. Yeah, help. But, yeah but, I would say 10, 10.30, we probably started getting everything warmed up. and I, mean, I bet just, you it was. We had two grills going this year. Yeah. I bet you it was 30 roosters, 20 ducks, 50 fish, a deer, three wild turkeys. Yeah. I don't. I mean, there's more because there's other guys that just like bring in chili and that yep, stuff. There was a, deer they a shot. lot of venison chili that. Yeah, we didn't. So yeah, we fed 140 people, and it's awesome. But like I said, that ham of yours. Yeah. So what, it was like was that apple cider vinegar, apple apple juice? What'd you? So do? what I did for the a full hind quarter ham on that deer, I did a gallon water, a half gallon of beef broth, one cup kosher salt, a cup brown sugar. Quarter cup apple cider vinegar. That's weird. one whole onion chopped, yeah. and then two cloves garlic. So then I did twenty four hour brine. I did. That's all. I, it didn't quite submerge. I'm sorry. It had been forty eight. Twenty four hours on one side because it didn't yeah. quite submerge. So then that morning I flipped it and then let. Did it you go like again. poke holes in the ham? Nothing. See, I was like doing the like poking holes in the ham. I had mine submerged and all that stuff, and it just and I don't remember what it was. And like I said. Would I do it again? Yeah, I would. I mean, would I do yours a hundred times out of a hundred compared to mine? Yeah, I would. Like that brine, and then I don't know what temp Brett smoked his at. Like I had mine, you know, I, I was smoking mine 
uh, I don't remember what it was, whatever the recipe called for in that, right. but you guys, between the two of you, did he, do you know, did he put rub on that or anything? Nope. Or, so that no, was I told him just, smoke yeah, I told him brine. just leave it alone oh and my just God. let it come up to room temp and then start, start smoking, so. Yeah, and my stuff really that I brought in, I brought in a bunch of ducks and I did those poppers, which I said before, it's that one part honey, one part soy, one oh, part olive see, oil. See, those are my favorite. See, it's always what you don't have. Right. You know what I mean? And then I we, we deep fried those turkey nuggets. Those panned out mm-hmm. sweet, too. All that fish was, ah, damn. That, I, that, in my the office, I like the Christmas parties. I like everything. But that's my favorite day of the year. Right. Well, it's pretty easy for us, too. Well, And yeah. everybody appreciates it. Well, that was just it. And then everybody, you know, we, we live... <laughs> work with like I don't know, call conservative people or, or nice people now but like it's a pot like someone doesn't bring anything and then we had to send out the note like hey we got more than enough it's not about if you didn't bring a right. side dish because you don't hunt and then all of a sudden all those other people we sent that email out and all of a sudden it came out but I like I, I it was yeah, it was over 100, 100 people. people it was way more. easy oh my god so I just laugh at like we cooked over a deer like it's like right. oh what'd you do over a deer right it was crazy man yeah, when we started, like, because I know I did all my all my chiselic and stuff was the front shoulder. I did the full ham. Uh-huh. You did the full ham. And then... I did... Oh, I brought that heart. Yeah. I, I did that heart and grilled that heart. And then I brought... Oh, what did I bring? I brought all those back straps and that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I brought the tenderloins. And then I... I think I had a front quarter. I, it I was felt like you did, too. It was, a, oh, it was a front quarter I put in there, too. Yeah. And that stuff. I think I grilled that. Like, we had so much different stuff this year. It was awesome, man. And still, slim pickings, right? Oh, what? That's where at the end, what did we do? We had what, like, I'll keep going, like a three inch by four inch Tupperware. Yep. And we gave it to Corey. I go, hey, yeah, you want for this? For his lunch the next day. Yeah, that yeah. Was all that was left. That was it. So we, I don't know, hundreds of game animals, whether it's fish or whatever and that stuff. It was hundreds. Yep. Gone. Right. Just gone. And people love it. And like, you and I talk, you know, that day is just like, I just love hearing, I've never had deer. I've never had pheasant before. You know, they come to yeah. this. Yeah. He goes, I've never, never had it until you guys. He goes, I go, well, you grew up in Texas, but in San Antonio. He comes up here. He goes, I'm just, it's not my thing. Right. He goes, and we just didn't do it. Like, I don't remember who we were talking to in that that said they had like their first oh yeah someone goes I've never had duck I'm like you're eating it right now right. like what I go that's the duck you know those poppers are the duck he goes I thought I was like whatever and I go oh it's duck but then like Corey brought up and he they eat a lot well I shouldn't say it because he talks about you gotta listen to those podcasts when he makes dog food out of burger the morning yeah. but anyways <laughs> but like he goes man I can't believe you you know, like somebody freezes I go well first off you and I we hunt a lot, mm-hmm. you know, call it what it is. I mean, different things, but like you go elk, you go a bit more big game. I shoot a lot of ducks and that stuff. And it always ends up just being a perfect melt, but I go, the words you said, and I said too, I go, it's pretty fun to share this stuff with people that never get it, you know? And we work with, you know, like some indoorsy people too, right. you know, like you go in the office, they're like, I would never think to do that. I'm like, really? You know? Yeah. And they love it like that. This year was awesome. I and ran out of the deer. That was the last bit of my deer. Well, I mean. and it, we do it. What did we do it? We did Halloween. We did yeah, Halloween. We did Halloween. So we basically kind of, you know, you have your stuff from the year before. He keeps. I like wrap mine in saran wrap and freezer paper, so you can keep it a long time. Yeah. I don't vacuum seal. 
an app, but like you go and you just kind of cycle through. So you got basically some stuff probably from the year spring before, and then you got some new stuff in the app. But I mean, it's good. It's good to clear the freezer. Not that my kids eat, they fight over wild turkey legs and yeah. that stuff, you know. But like, not that we don't eat game at our house. We eat it probably three times a week. But that just shows you how much shooting you do in that. Right. But I mean, it's awesome to have these these people experience it, man. It's so cool. And I know that first year we did like. We had what one or two fryers and that little grill, and yeah, yeah. like I said, we only had four. Now we've got three fryers. We had two grills out there. All those crock pots. I had that roaster. That's what I did. I had, well, that I had roaster. the roaster too. That's I forgot I about that. When I had a roaster full fun. of deer meat and that stuff too. That was awesome, man. That's awesome. I can't wait till the next one to be honest. That's it's got me nervous. Like that's. I mean, well, the, the deer's ex- fine, but the fish, the pheasants, you know, it's like, oh, you want not doing a lot of pheasant hunting this year. Well, the other thing, well, here's the thing. Some of those birds, a lot of those birds, and I'll just say, we do a little bit of the corporate pheasant hunting and that stuff, and we take those birds home, they can throw them in the freezer, and we share them with people, too, you know. Whoever doesn't take birds seems like they end up in the freezer. Right. So, like, the, most of the pheasants we depend on are our customer hunts. They are. <laughs> they they are. are. <laughs> but, like, I'll tell you what, you know what makes me nervous when you say that? The expectations are high now. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Like now it's like people are like, oh, I can't wait for it. I'm like, oh, God. The pressure's high. I know. It's, it's like that's a lot of people and you don't want to leave people hungry or only being able to take little morsels of it. You oh, want to well, it Felipe and I, the one year, this I love this story. We now sample as yeah, we eat. All day. One, one year, we were cooking our backsides off, and that was probably a year about 75 people, let's say, in that yeah. stuff. But we cooked our backsides off. We walk in, and there was some chips and dip and, like, a celery tray with some <laughs> branch left. We're like, everybody had eaten every dang thing, and we were sitting there like, after all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we did a sample all that day. So now we learned our lesson. We, we eat the whole time before it even goes inside. Every still. time there's some batch come on, it's like we do the taste testing. Yes. I'll never forget. It's like 11.30 and you know, people are starting to come in because it's good to do in shifts and that stuff. But I'm like, it's 11.30. I'm like, I'm full as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even want to eat anymore. Well, Felipe and I too, we haven't hunted a ton together, although we have a lot of the same interests and that stuff. We did go on that, I dropped this, and I didn't bring it up to Corey, and we went and bought that turkey hunt, we went to Doug Dern's place, and that was not on the agenda, that was last year, and that was a blast. That was. It was cool, we didn't shoot a bird at all, I messed up like three chances, because I was just like antsy, it was weird now, but it was super fun, and that's the first, no, we went pheasant on some of them, them uh, corporate hunts that we did too, we've been pheasant yeah. before and that. But I've been up your butt to go duck hunting. I know. And I gave you my waders. You go during deer season. I go all the time. But you only ask me during deer season. Okay, here's the new thing. On the opener, it'll be, I think, the last weekend in September. You're coming with. Okay. We got the boat. We're coming with. It's on. There's no excuse. Not like, oh, so-and-so's got dance. (laughs) No. It doesn't matter. No dance no more. You don't have dance? The girls do not do dance anymore. I have that shit. Still, I'll never get out of it. I'm I'm holding no, that. That turkey hunt was fun. I mean, it oh, yeah. was not from the lack of not trying. It was it was a blast. I'll tell you what though, outside of that though, we did like Doug took us to 
to that fish fry. That yeah. was fun as hell. Yeah. We were, so we were in the middle of Wisconsin, Packer country. Spotted cow. Spotted cow there drinking. I was drinking yeah. CCs because that's like gold to me. But like, we took us on a fish fry, show us around, let us stay at his place. And it was super fun. I mean, we gave a pretty good chunk of money. You know, that's the thing. We were going to pay like three times what we paid to. And we got it. We're like, how the heck did we get it for this? I wish that Pheasant Fest would come back to Sioux Falls. Have you still talked to Doug at all? Yeah. He just sent me. This is no kidding. He sent me a note. What day is it today? It would have been Tuesday. He sent me a note. No, Sunday. I put something on uh, on Instagram about something, that stuff. And he sent me a note. He sent Oh, we were watching episode of Meteor, Navy and I. And she kept going, where's Doug? Where's Doug? Huh? And so I go, I took the video. I go and sent it over to him. And he goes... You tell her, and he sent a selfie back. He was with his daughter in Chicago. Oh, really? So, yeah, the two girls were whatever. You know, and she's graduated college and Navy's five. Right. But, like, yeah. So, yeah, I, keep, I still got his number and that stuff. And keep in touch with him. Not a ton or anything yeah. like that. But like He offered us to come back out this Yes, year, he did. I, I forgot did. about that. I forgot about that. I'll tell you what, I told him this, and I, I was dead serious. I go, what you should do is start applying for some points and come out and hunt the hills. Yep. I gotta tell you, the hills, it's a cool mountain hunt, but at the same time, it's not hard either. No. I mean, just because, you know, he, like, he talks about he's a rancher, he played college basketball, he goes, my body hurts all the right. time, you know, and all that stuff. I'm like, well, talking about this, and I go, this is a perfect little mini mountain hunt. Yeah. I go, there's a ton of deer. And you can shoot nice deer in the hills, too. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I know since some of the pictures this year is that the hills deer got good. That's one hunt I haven't done. I have not done a deer. Are you applying for points at all? Yes. Keep doing that. Well, obviously, keep obviously doing that. fourteen years, man. See, that's funny you say that because my buddy got his second choice or had it hills as his second choice. West River is first. Did not draw west, but drew his hills. Explain that. I know there's different units. I, there, yeah, I know, but and I, I applied for I applied for the any, which is like. Instead of like, I don't know how many hundreds of buck tags, or maybe it's not, I don't even know how many no. buck tags it is. For whitetail only, I applied for the one that was, if because like, well, we were out, Jake and I monkeying around quick for just a couple hours. I should have shot a deer then too, but I didn't. But like, we saw a nice mule deer buck. I'm like, well, shoot, that would be cool, you know. And then he's, when he was out elk hunting, he shot an elk this year. And he, oh. he goes, where I was elk hunting, and he went up. And that it's not, I won't tell you the spot, but the unit, he went, you know, the big unit, whatever, the one with the most tags, he yeah. went to the one to the north. Oh, really? And that stuff. He goes, yeah, there's a nice amount of elk, not a ton. He goes, the problem is, like, I'm not a bow hunter in mine's rifle. He goes, the problem is, he goes, you know, it's up there by Deadwood and that stuff, so the, they get so much snow, and the elk do migrate. They don't want to yeah. sit in, like, three feet of snow. No. So he goes, if you draw, draw that tag, your rifle tag, and they get a bunch of snow, you're going to be SOLs, what I've heard. Right. And I could not know less about elk. Like, if I get a tag, I got buddy Brett Johnson and Jake, and Jake's my dear friend, so I've, I've talked to Brett in years, but he always said if you get one, but if I would I would talk to those guys and basically say, take me. Right. Because, I mean, they don't know how to call and get rifle. They always say it's not going to call them, but they don't know everything. Like, Jake, they go out there all the time just to mess with elk and call yeah. them in and that stuff. And me, I'm like... I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't know less. It's like a fun thing to do. Just yeah, yeah. I, you know, I so was I'm, in the same boat. I didn't know. I've never elk hunted before. So it's, cool. it's on my list of things to do. You know. Or, yeah. You know. But are you gonna go anywhere else? Like like Colorado? <laughs> so over the counter things. I so want to try that. 
I don't, I've never been to Colorado. It's something, it's a lot closer. It's only eight hours, yeah. you know. Um, I have been talking about that. Um, I was actually talking that with one of my really good buddies, but recently passed away, so now oh, shit. I gotta figure out, you know, what else we're gonna do. Um, talking to a few other guys in relations with him. Yeah. We are talking about maybe going to do that. It's just, a, you know, a remembrance trip or something, yeah. you know. Well, my so, buddy Jake, he had a dear friend Troy. He passed away from brain cancer and that stuff. And Troy had always put together these hunts. they go out hills hunting back when they're, like, just stacking does. You know what I mean? And they kind of went away from it because the deer went down. Now they're back again, a lot of them. But, like, they did a remembrance one. He goes, they thought it was going to be weird, you know, because it ended up being, like, a lot of guys dropped down, there's just two of them. This sure. guy and the other guy goes, awesome. All we do is sit and reminisce about Troy a little bit, shoot some deer and drink a beer. And I'm like, it's a, that's a hunt in itself, right. you know? So, yeah. Closing thoughts, you got anything? Well, I was going to say, yeah, we were actually doing a spring bear hunt at the end of May. What? Where? Wyoming. Is, is so, Wyoming a bathing state? It is. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how else you'd do it besides just sitting all day glassing and hoping to see something. I, that's like what they talk about doing in Montana. Like Minnesota, they don't have spring, it's fall, but that's a bathing state, you know, but like, and I've got enough preference to go whenever I want. It's just to me deciding I go. I just keep buying them and that stuff, but like the same thing, those guys would be like, and you gotta go the right time of the year because then they'll like go back in the swamps and this and that or what have you and that stuff. But the only way to pull them out is in some of these just dense areas. Like you can't just walk and go shoot bears and that right. stuff. You gotta get them to come to you. My buddy's been out there numerous times. Uh, archery hunting for elk, snowmobiling, hunting trips. He's never seen a black bear. Plenty of grizzlies. No. Really. And the last two years they've been. The guys that we hunt with at a residence, they still bear hunt and they bait. Fall shuts off. I don't know. Could be our location. We don't know. You know, just, have, just have they ever it. done spring before? Yes, they did this year. And how'd they do? There was over 12 different bears on the sites. What? Yeah. Did they shoot any or what? They tried. Yeah, I mean. So. Um, it's always easier said than done, but anytime you get a dozen bears on a camera, you know it's getting hit. Yeah, it was every night getting hit. A lot of times, it was too late. You know they would be yeah. sitting and then they would get down to pick up and then, you know. Well, you can't shoot them in the dark. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Oh my god. But they did. Awesome. They got a crack at one, big old boar, and um, some sort of malfunction. I'm gonna call it a wardrobe malfunction. His glove got stuck or something. Oh, for crazy. I don't know. <laughs> what we were told. But so we're going to go, we're going to do spring bear this year. Good for you. And then we're also saving up for a caribou next year. Where? Up in Alaska. I have, that's, so that's mine. Yeah. Like everybody, like, you know, moose, there's two of them that I've got. It's caribou and a mountain goat. I'd love to shoot a sheep, but I mean, like, that's like $30,000. Right. You know, like the mountain goats, that's like ten. And I'm, I sit there and I save and I save and I scrimp and I do this and I've got some savings for this hunt. And it's about 180th of the way there. <laughs> so it'll be like 50 when I'm finally able to go. But by then it'll be double the price and I won't be able to afford that. So too. Pat wanted to go this year and we're talking within six months. Like, Pat, we can't do that. 
Where? Where? In Alaska. Like, going, do you, where, I don't, don't know. know. Oh, okay. We, he just brought it up. Right? Okay. So I'm like, yeah. Because well, we keep talking about, let's go do something different. Let's go try something. Get all this stuff off our bucket list yeah. and things to hunt, you know? Well, the thing and, is, you wait too long. I'm guilty of it, too. You wait too long, you're too old to do this shit. And that's where Pat's at, you know? He, he's he? getting older. He's late 50s, is probably. Yeah. He's the one I told you, you likes his Jack Daniels. Yeah. So, me, I'm 33. 33, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I knew that you guys had a bigger age difference between yeah. them, which uh, don't matter. So, but so. yeah, it's it's fun. He uh, he doesn't want to fly. He wants to drive to the coast and take a ship up to Alaska. What? That's How much vacation are you going to need? We told him he's crazy. We're not doing that. We're flying out. Oh. <laughs> he's never flown before. Oh, that's why? Yeah. What's he doing in Wyoming? He was on the... He's driving truck now, but he was... He would fix um, the oil rigs and stuff. I was going to say, was he a pipeline dude or something yeah, like he, that? Yeah, he was... Uh, I don't think it was... I don't think it was electrical. I think it was more mechanical. Yeah? But yeah, he was mechanical maintenance, basically. Huh. All that stuff, so... Cool. Well, cool. So yeah, that's my next biggest thing I'm going to... We hope to do, and then we're saving up for it. So. Good for you, man. That's sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, mine. Mine is like I've got all these points now, and I know what I gotta play it right because I don't want to be dumb. Because you know, we both we both got kids, and it's not like I can quit my job and go. But like, it's not like I can go elk, bear, all this stuff in one year. You know what I mean? So with my luck, I'd like draw three of them, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know, right. can't believe the half and kind of crap. But yeah, huh? But no, next year. Next year, I'm just hoping to shoot, shoot, shoot. That's it, you know. So, anything else you got, brother? No, I don't think so. Well, Robert is not on the Facebook, not on the Instagram, no. not on that. So, you're not gonna find him there. So, I'll have to send you the link to this one because I can't put it. On, I put it like on the got a little Facebook page. I'll right. share it on there and share it on there. Robert won't see it. He's off web. He does like the Snapchat though, and I don't do I that do. crap. <laughs> Kids are on it. Wife does it. Yeah. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, thanks, y'all. Thank you.